Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Fit for All podcast with me, your host, Daniel Cleary. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the purpose of Fit for All. So obviously last week we touched on a little bit about me and a little bit about why the business began and how the business began. Um, today, we're going to go into a little bit more in depth as to what the purpose of the studio is and what I'm trying to achieve with it. So there are three things that, or three goals that I'm trying to create within the studio beyond just giving somewhere for someone who's like a gym novice to walk in, be comfortable and feel like they've been part of the furniture for a long time. Um, I'm really trying to give and create an environment that is more accommodating beyond just a fitness, weight loss and some nutritional help sort of studio. So most fit, most fitness studios and gyms really model themselves around on weight loss or a little bit of muscle gain and and nutrition. Uh, I want to I offer a little bit more than that and become something that's far more balanced that can help you not only in the gym but outside the gym with life. So the three things that I'm really trying to work on within the studio are to create healthy bodies or help people create healthy bodies, uh, help my members create healthy minds, and help my my members create healthy habits. Now, when it comes to a, a healthy body, I think everybody really knows how to get a healthy body. Okay, balanced balanced lifestyle of exercise and nutrition are the best things that you can do to create that healthy body. Okay, when it comes to in studio training, that's where my knowledge comes to the forefront. Uh, obviously. When you come in and train with me, you're not just getting a random bunch of uh, exercises thrown up in a program and go, here, you're on your own, go for it. Obviously, we have um, we have structured stuff with our group fitness. Um, we do very balanced workouts. Um, when I mean What I mean by a balanced workout is, especially when it comes to weights, um, I, w- I work on the theory of push, pull, squat, hinge, and core. So what I mean by push movements, a push movement is where you push the put the push the weight away. So let's talk about a push up, body weight, body weight push up, um, or a bench row with dumbbells or a barbell. So they're push movements. Okay, for every push movement we do, we should be balancing it out with a pull movement. So when you think about a pull movement, you're talking about anything that's row related. So a TRX row or a bent over row with a barbell or dumbbells, things like that. The majority of people in life on a whole, have unbalanced bodies. Now, they might be proportionate from their upper to lower, and the majority of the the population would be that, but I would say 90 to 95% of the population are unbalanced from front to back, which means their chest muscles and their back muscles. So when it comes to the exercise things and creating a balanced training program, we focus on both. I tend to focus a little bit more on back purely because of the fact that the majority of people walking around are rounded in the back. Their shoulders are forward. Not, you know, some people will be really predominantly forward, but uh, but most people have that rounded back. So what that tends to be is like over-tightening of the pectoral muscles, so the chest muscles and, and the back muscles not being strong enough. So our lats are not really being strong enough to draw the shoulders back into that what would be anatomically correct posture. So we work on back to keep everybody nice and straight. Um, 
it creates that nice V-shape. doesn't matter whether you're male or female. You get that V-shape in your body. Uh, most people tend to like that. And creating a strong back is like, like having a good foundation. I know we say foundations at the bottom, but we want strong backs because we want to avoid lower back problems or upper back problems. Um, but working our back goes hand in hand with working our core. So the torso needs to be really strong. So we talk about balanced training within the studio. Um, the studio itself and me as a trainer, I'm very technique focused, okay? I want you to be able to walk in, learn the exercise, do it to the best of your ability and know that if you leave my facility and go into a gym on your own, that you have the tools to execute that that exercise properly and safely without any risk, okay? So it's my job to give you those tools, and that comes down to the, the technique focus that I am. I'm, very, I'm a hard-ass when it comes to technique. Anybody who's trained with me knows that. Um, you, can, you can have the strongest body in the world, but if your technique's not on point, you risk injury, you minimize or you get a lack of muscle activation in the targeted muscle groups when you're doing your, your lift or, or whatever exercise you might be doing. So it's really, really important to make sure you nail your techniques, not only for working out with me, but as I said, if you walk into a gym, you, you're confident in the fact that you've been taught correctly, you have the right tools to go and pick up a bar, set it up, and do a heavy deadlift without having that, that, that supervision and knowing that you can execute it properly without hurting yourself. The other part of creating a healthy body is nutrition. Now, everyone talks about, I want to lose weight and want to get on a diet. Simple fact of the matter is, everybody should be creating a diet. We're all on some form of diet. Most of those diets don't have a label. Yeah, I eat a seafood diet, I eat what I want kind of stuff. Diet is a bad word. Most people associate diet as something that you do really short-term or short-term to get yourself mad goals and then get yourself bikini body or fucking beach, beach body ready, as they say. But the fact of the matter is a diet is something that we should be creating for sustainability that we can do long-term. A diet is something that we do every day. If you, if you eat fish and chips or junk food every day, that's part of your diet, okay? It's not that you've created a certain meal plan and called it a diet. What you eat or consume on the ba on the daily basis is your diet. Okay, so we need to get away from the oh, this is a diet plan. Now, there's no such thing as a diet plan, in my opinion. Yes, we create nutritional plans and meal plans and things like that, but we don't call them diets. Now, when it comes to nutrition within Fit for All, we're very simple. We do not demonize foods. Uh, if you're looking to come into our studio and lose weight or lose body fat. We will structure through Zoe, my uh, nutritionist at ZKB Nutrition, uh, we will structure your meal plans and tailor it based around the foods that you like. We're not going to tell you that you can't eat chocolate anymore. We're not going to tell you that you can't have a, a bottle of Coke if that's what you like. We're not going to tell you that you can't have the pizza on Saturday or a couple of beers with your mates. We're not going to tell you that. We'll actually factor that into your diet plan to make something that is sustainable. Now, when, when people go on these crash diets and they eliminate foods from their diet, the risk of having a binge session is far greater than what it is if that, parts, if that stuff or that food that you like is part of your diet.
Now, I hope that makes sense. So if you get to eat the things that you love every single day, you're less likely to have huge binges on them. So we factor on the nutritional side. We factor that in to making sure that, as I said, if you like chocolate, we factor the chocolate in so you can get your chocolate hit every day but still get your results. We do. We we promise results without restriction, guys. So when I say without restriction, we're not going to terminate a food out of out of your diet. We want you to be able to enjoy life and understand that you can get the results that you want by still eating the foods that you love without having to sacrifice things that make you feel good. Because let's be honest, when it comes to food, the majority of the time we eat because it makes us feel good. We don't eat for the few food is fuel kind of philosophy. We eat because we love it. We eat chocolate because it makes us fucking feel good. That's why I eat chocolate. There ain't no way in hell I'm giving up chocolate. Why? Because I fucking love it and it makes me feel good. And why the hell should I give up chocolate? I don't want to be 85 years old and on my deathbed going, Jesus, fuck, I wish I ate more chocolate, even though that's probably not going to happen. But you don't want to have regrets and say, fuck, I missed out on, on life and enjoying it because I was too hard-assed and straight down the line. Enjoy your life when it comes to food, okay? And with us, when it comes to nutrition, we factor in the things that you like so that you can enjoy the diet that you're on, which means it will be more sustainable and you're more likely to succeed with it because you're not eliminating the things that you love. So that's the body side of things. When it comes to healthy minds, uh, over the last six months, I've worked really, really hard with my business coach, Brad, to create a mindset for myself where I put myself first. I've always been a person that always puts everyone else ahead of me. And it didn't matter how run down I might be, someone else, if someone else needed my help, I would always be there to give them a hand and say, yeah, I'm in. Whereas I've realized that by doing that, I end up in a really bad mind state or mindset. So my business coach is working with me and what he calls it is he goes, you fill your cup first. So what he means by that is you get up in the morning you do something for you that makes you feel good so that when you're up and about, you can transfer your up and about onto everybody else around you over the course of the day to bring them up and about. So fill your cup first. It's not selfish to take care of yourself, okay? It's not selfish to do that. If something goes wrong in your life, you have three options. You can look at it in a negative sense. You can look at it in a positive sense. And you can ask yourself, what's the lesson here? Uh, late last year, I got into a real negative state of mind and everything that, everything that took place in my life, I thought it was the end of the world. As I said, speaking to Brad, he shifted the way that I thought about things. He shifted my focus to try to get me to say, okay, what's the positive here and what can I learn from it? And the more you do that, the more positive things happen. When you shift that mindset from being negative all the time, oh my God, this is the end of the world too, oh shit, that's not ideal, but I can learn this from that, then your whole world will shift. So two things that come out of things, I look at two things that come out of stuff that goes wrong in inverted commas. What is it, that's, what can I take out of it that's positive and what lesson can I get around, I get out of it? Also, when it comes to healthy minds, surround yourself with people who lift you up for positive people, people who are glad to see you succeed, not glad to see you fail. You don't want to associate with people that go, oh, I fucking told them so. I told them that they weren't going to be able to do that. You want people that are going to pat you on the back and say, keep fucking going, man. 
You don't want to surround yourself with people that go, this is the end of the world. You can't do that kind of shit. Because what that does is it puts you in a positive or in a negative mindset, not a positive, puts you in a toxic mindset. When toxic behavior creeps into a person, the whole world fucking changes. I'm a huge believer of what you give the universe, the universe will give you back. If you give the universe tons of positivity, it's going to give you that. If you give it tons of negativity, it's going to give you negativity back. And when it comes to mindset, the only person who can change your mindset is you. Sure, there are people that can give you the tools and people help you find answers. But shifting a mindset from negative to positive comes down to you. It comes down to a belief within yourself. It comes down to taking care of yourself. It comes down to understanding that it's not selfish to take care of yourself. Okay, creating a healthy mind starts in the mind. Okay, the body will do just about anything, but let's be honest, when it comes to anything in life, the thing that stops us the most is this thing that's inside our head. That'll be the thing that stops you from doing anything. Will Smith says, uh, Everything you want is on the other side of fear. How fucking true is that? When you think about that, what creates fear? Your brain creates fear. I also read that. As parents, bringing up a parental sort of thing, when your kid's climbing a tree, he's not thinking or she's not thinking about falling out of that tree. They're just thinking about climbing that tree. And the time comes when they think about falling out of that tree, when we as parents go, hey, be careful up there, you could fall. Then all of a sudden, they're not focused on the fact that they're climbing the tree and having a ball. They're now got that negative thought in their head, hey, shit, I could fall from here. What happens? Nine out of 10 times and I'm throwing this out to parents, nine out of 10 times that kid's going to fall out of the tree. So when we place fear in our mind, it gets control of us. And as, like I said, as Will Will Smith says, everything you want is on the other side of fear. Okay? Fear's not real. It's not real. It's just something we manufacture in our head. So when it comes to creating healthy minds, like I said, surround yourself with people that encourage you to go and chase what you want, that don't criticize you if you fuck up. There's nothing wrong with failing. Gary V, you look him up on the socials, Gary Vaynerchuk, he talks about failing all the time. Fail as many times as you want. The person who gets there in the end is the one who fails the most and isn't isn't afraid of failing. What's the best lesson you can learn from a failure? Anything you want. Anything you want. Failure helps us learn. Failure helps us grow. So don't be afraid of that. Don't second guess yourself. When you second guess yourself, you're not creating a healthy mindset. You're actually done a doubt. And you're your biggest, you're you should be your biggest fan. You should be your biggest cheerleader. You should be the one that says, I've fucking got this. And then everybody you drag everybody else along for the ride. So remember that when you're trying to create a healthy mind. Positive first, lesson second, negative, not at all. And the other big one we try to do is create healthy habits within the studio. So setting goals is one of those uh, healthy habits that you want to be able to create. When it comes to goals, Dream big. If you fail, who cares? Keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. And if you are going to fail, Denzel Washington, fail fucking big. That's one of his things. That's one of his life mottos. If I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail big. That's how I learn. So when it comes to creating healthy habits, you want to set yourself a goal, okay? With that goal, then you set yourself out a plan and how to execute those plans or those steps to reach that goal. Now, that's where the habits come in. When you start to create a goal, when you create a goal and you create steps to reach that goal, 
the steps that you take become habits. It might be as simple as getting up every morning and going for a walk to clear your head, listening to a podcast, listening to your favorite music, listening to the birds chirping in the trees when it's early or listening to the wind rustling through the trees. Anything that stimulates your brain that makes you feel good becomes a healthy habit, especially if you repeat it over and over and over and over again. And that's the thing when it comes to a habit. A habit is something that we need to do over and over and over again. Before you know it, it becomes second nature. You don't think about it anymore. It's part of your daily routine. You get up, you scratch your parts, and then you get out into your day and you go for your walk or whatever it might be, bike ride, sitting outside watching the sunrise. It doesn't matter what it is, but just create that habit that makes you feel good and that comes back to that healthy mind where you fill your own cup first. Goals, as I said, make them important. If your goal is not important to you and you don't find it important, you won't get there. And this brings me to something that I'm a firm believer of. I hear so many people say, Daniel, I lack motivation. To me, motivation is bullshit. Just think about that for a second. People are going to go, what the fuck's he talking about? Motivation's bullshit. Yeah, motivation's bullshit. Motivation nobody can give to you. Motivation has to come from within. It has to come from deep inside. But motivation comes from when you set yourself a goal that you deem important and that nothing will stop you from getting to that goal. That's when the motivation comes. Set the goal. Set the plan. Execute the plan. Create the habit to execute the plan. Then your motivation will come. Your motivation will come because all of a sudden you're up about saying, this goal is fucking important to me and I want to get there to do it. That's when the motivation will come. If you sit there on the couch and go, I've got no fucking motivation to go to the gym because going, well, the simple answer is going to the gym is not important to you. Whatever those goals that you set yourself within the gym and why you go to the gym, they're not important enough for you to say, I've got to get my ass off the couch here and I've got to go to the gym. Make something, make your goals important. If your goals are important and they mean so much to you, you will find a way to get there. To find a way to get there, you create a healthy habit. By doing it over and over and over again, you create that healthy habit. So it doesn't matter what the habits are, as long as they're positive, as long as they make you feel good, that's the thing. We get through life and all we want to do is enjoy life. And yes, that's what we're supposed to do. Somewhere along the way, we get a little bit lost. Most people get lost. You get a little bit off track. You lose a little bit of yourself. It could be from a relationship or something's gone bad. You've had a relationship bust up and you lose yourself. The only way you can get back to where you need to get back and get back on your path is by doing things that that make you feel good, creating a healthy body. We know that when we eat good foods, we feel better. I don't know about you guys, but I eat Maccas and I'll eat the Maccas and 20 minutes later I'll go, what the fuck did I eat that for? I would have been better off cooking a piece of steak and some veggies and, and really enjoying my meal. But hey, it's like I said, that nutritional side of things. We get that little hit from Maccas and we go, fuck, that was good. 10 minutes later, it ain't so good when it's sitting in your guts and it's grumbling and you don't feel really well or you're hungry again. Another thing we'll cover at another podcast. But let's be honest. We feel much better when we eat good foods. The body feels much better when we eat good foods. All of these go hand in hand. Healthy bodies go into healthy minds and healthy habits create help healthy minds and healthy bodies help you get healthy minds and healthy habits and things like that. They all work hand in hand. 
So when, you, when you're looking at something at an overall picture, especially when it comes to working out in the gym, it's more than just going in there and moving weights or trying to get weight loss or trying to put muscle on. The gym is more than that. The gym, we all know how good we feel when we finish a workout. It might be fucking hard through the workout and you might be sitting there panting like a dog in 45-degree heat and feel like you want to die. But that 10 to 15 minutes after the workout's done where you feel like you're invincible, that's your body saying, fuck, I feel good. They're the reasons why we work out. When we actually work out, probably just going to digress a little bit here, but when we actually work out, the body has no idea what we're doing. The body has no fucking idea that you've just picked up a 100-kilo deadlift. The body goes, what the fuck's all this stress? Sending messages to the brain. What's this stress? Brain sending messages back to the muscles going, hey, listen, we need more muscle fiber work in here. This is too fucking hard. So what it does when it comes to strength over a period of time, the body or the brain remembers. So when you go to lift that deadlift next time, the brain recognizes that you're going to do a deadlift and says, sends a message to the muscles. Get ready, boys. Get ready, girls. We're about to lift something real heavy here. Fire up. Muscle fiber activation. I'll cover that in another uh, podcast too. You just give me a podcast idea. There you go. But that's how it happens. The body has no idea what we're doing when we're in the gym. It just goes, what the fuck is all this stress? The brain can visually, we can see it with our eyes and we can understand it with our brain, but everything that's going on inside our body just goes, what's all this stress? And that's what exercise is to the body. It's stress. But the after effects of that stress the strength gains, the cardiovascular endurance gains, the immune system boosts, uh, the good endorphins into the brain, the way that we feel after a workout, they're the things and they're the reasons why we work out. They're the, they're the ways that we can create a healthy body. The body is designed to move. It's, we're not designed to sit on our asses and watch fucking TV. We're designed to run and jump and climb and, yes, We've added a few things along the way, lifting weights and all that sort of stuff. But the benefits of lifting weights and cardio and all that sort of stuff have, have dramatic effect and dramatic benefits to the body. Again, another podcast I'll cover. So there it is, guys. There, there are the, there's the purpose of Fit For All, to create healthy bodies, to create healthy minds, to create healthy habits. They all go hand in hand. Anybody who knows me know, knows that I'm very, very big on mindset stuff, believing you can do something, believing you can achieve it. Yes, I'm guilty of getting lost along the way. It happened last year. But you can find your way with the right people around you. I realized that when I removed certain toxic elements of my life, my life changed. I removed toxic elements of people from my life. My life changed. You surround yourself with people that pump you up and lift you up. Your life will change. As I said, if you give the universe positivity, the universe will give you positivity back. Very simple. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there. This has been episode two of the Fit For All podcast. If you've got any questions, guys, feel free to shoot them through. If you're not following our socials, make sure you get across them uh, at Fit For All on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We are on Snapchat at fit for all or at fit for underscore all um there's our four socials I haven't done a youtube channel i'm probably not going to do that um if you if your friends aren't aren't aware of our podcast make sure you like share it um get it out to the people uh, i like to do a little bit of real talk as most of the people who know me i don't pull punches i don't talk bullshit i just call it how i see it 
Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, hope to see you either in the studio or get some feedback. Have a great afternoon or great day or great night, wherever you are. Peace out.